How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Welcome to the Hotel Hell. Check-in time is now. Check-out time is never. It's Mike Shope. Does my room have cable? No. And the sheets are made of fire. Can I change rooms? Sorry, we're all booked up. Hell convention in town. And the Bulldog. Can I have a late checkout? I'll have to talk to the manager. You're not the manager, even in your own fantasy? I'm the owner. The co-owner. With Satan. It's Mike Shope. Okay. Just so I understand that in your wildest fantasy, you are in hell. And you are co-running a bed and breakfast with the devil. And the Bulldog. Yeah, but I haven't told you my salary yet. Go. $80,000 a year. On WGR Sports Radio 550. It already was a massive story that there was any chance Lamar Jackson was going to get away from the Baltimore Ravens. But now not just even with this non-exclusive franchise tag and those implications, but this apparent succession of other teams that reportedly are not interested. Like, right away, they know they're, we don't want to talk to them. We have no interest. Uh, who? Like, this is an even bigger story than it had been, I think. Eric Eager with us. Always a real treat and a pleasure to have Eric on with Sumer Sports at Eric Eager underscore. Eric, how are you? I'm doing great. I, you know, it's so crazy that you go combine last week. Super Bowl was just like three, four weeks ago, and now you get this uh, this franchise tag day. It's like the league gives you these treats like every single week. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's almost like it's by design. <laughs> <laughs> well, are are your uh, so to speak the spidey senses here on this Jackson stuff? With okay, we're Baltimore. Okay, well, fine. We'll just we'll we'll challenge this. We'll give you the non-exclusive tag and see. Go, good luck to you. And I mean, like right away, these other teams just are. It's coming out. They don't want to talk to them. That looks very weird. Yeah, there's an anecdote in the league that, like, you know, remember when the Ravens traded some someone called Kari Vedvik to the Vikings in the preseason yes. when Daniel Carlson was struggling kicking field goals and Vedvik didn't even make the team and and you know. Everybody's like, well, you know, don't don't trade with the Ravens. They'll rip your eyes out, right? And, um, you know, we have seen teams, you know, Orlando Brown type of thing, you know, Roquan Smith. But, you know, the Ravens are one of those teams that the league respects, you know, their opinions. And, and, and so I think that even though Lamar Jackson, you know, has had a great career so far, I think that a lot of teams look at, you know, 
why hasn't he been signed by the Ravens yet, right? The Ravens are acting in good faith. Uh, do we really want to get into that sort of situation with Jackson? What do the Ravens know that we don't know? I think that that's a big part of what's going on. And, and ultimately, like, there is a lot of risk associated with, um, you know, putting the non-exclusive tag because you could get a situation where, um, you know, a team with a lot of cap space kind of poison pills you. Um, but I think the Ravens, you know, are, very, are a team that has delineated that risk and, and, and find it acceptable. Yeah, I, I'm wondering, Eric, we were talking just as we, we went to the break before you came on with us here, and I already, the word collusion flew out of my mouth already. Like Mike is referencing these teams sort of that can't seemingly wait to tell you that they're not interested. Um, like I wonder how confident the, the Ravens are that the guaranteed money Jackson is looking for is their own version of a poison pill. Like nobody else in the league, everyone was so mad at the Browns last year that no one in the league is going to want to meet the demand Jackson has, and maybe the Ravens are feeling like they're sitting in the catbird seat. Yeah, for sure. I think that the you know the other part is that look, you're when you're only negotiating against your own team, uh, that team is the villain, and when you negotiate with everybody else and they have the sort of same uh, opinion of you that mm-hmm. your team does, uh, you, you start to look back at your at your ex, uh, you know, and say, yeah. hey. Uh, she wasn't so bad, and I think that that's, you know, that's kind of um, maybe the maybe the feeling here too, where Lamar doesn't really have a lot of reps. Like everybody else, I mean, look, if you have an agent, generally speaking, that agent has had other players, and that agent has had to deal with both sides of the negotiation, getting the best of it, not getting the best of it, um, you know, finding the middle ground. Lamar so far has only felt that he's gotten screwed over by the Ravens. And so maybe a little bit of experience uh, will do him a little bit good here. And maybe that's the opinion the Ravens have. Can you see, I, I don't want to sound naive here, Eric, but like, can you see him under center for Baltimore week one throughout all this? Yeah, I think there's a chance for sure. Um, you know, again, if it, if a team's not going to step up and, and do it, uh, you know, he can hold out because if he doesn't sign the tag, then he is one of the few players in the league that can hold out. We saw Orlando Brown hold out from Kansas City last year. Um, you know, he, he's been a guy who's been sick with COVID, you know, sick with other things, uh, injured ankle, now knee, um, maybe sitting out could benefit him to a certain extent. It certainly, uh, he looks around, and, and again, he's looked a lot at the Deshaun Watson situation. Sitting out a year didn't kill Deshaun Watson's value all that much. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe he thinks that that could be his, his situation as well. So I think that you know there, it's a long shot at this point. I would say, um, but and I don't think he plays on the tag. I think he would take a year off rather than playing on the tag. Um, but but yeah, I certainly think that that's within the possibilities. But you know maybe a team like Atlanta, who is reported not interested, uh, maybe comes back in uh, and negotiates once uh, Lamar sees that his market isn't as as hot as he once thought. With Eric Eager here on WGR, Mike Shope and the Bulldogs. So, if this hasn't been said by you in this conversation, Eric, like, shouldn't a team want him? Like, is there something about his game? You've, you mentioned sort of, is there something we don't know out here not being Baltimore? And, you know, I guess you have to you have to wonder, is there anything, like he's had a couple injuries, there's always the conversation that is an eye roll for me about how good he is, you know? Like, shouldn't shouldn't teams be champing at the bit to get him if they need a quarterback? Well, yeah, and you, you even add to that fact that he has a lot of gravity. You know, you look at yards before contact for running backs that play with him. 
it's always higher than other other you know uh, just because linebackers have to be so um, you know scared of him pulling the ball out that other players get you know so he has gravity that's different than any other quarterback. I think it's just the injuries. I also think it's the you know again these owners like they're all in the billionaire club and they kind of they work together on these things sometimes and um, I, I think that they the you know the owners and the and the and the GMs they don't want to do guaranteed contracts anymore and I think that that you know is playing a part like you know they and there's also I think a lot of questions about unknown things like how long can he continue to play the way he played we talk about him relative like Michael Vick and Randall Cunningham and guys like that but you know when Michael Vick ran for a thousand yards in 2006 like two thirds of that those yards were on scrambles when Lamar does it it's two thirds of those yards are on design runs. So he's, you know, a statistical anomaly. And everybody said, well, that's going to lead to more injuries. And at least initially that wasn't the case, but now it is, has been the case. And, you know, it cost the Ravens probably an opportunity to play deep in the playoffs this year, A, by having them lose that division title, but also B, by him not even being able to play once they secured a wild card spot. So not the only big news in the league today. We want to talk some bills here too, Eric, and, and the Combine, the Giants. Let's just quickly touch on them. Uh, are you surprised by how that played out with Jones and then the tag on Barkley? We had a conversation here, Bulldog and I, with our reporter Sal, well, to some extent or another, all a little bit miffed that the Bills guys would go to the Giants and pay Jones like that and tag the running back, no matter who he is. It makes you wonder, or made us wonder, whether like that's ownership uh, with Jones because they've been loyal to him and they seem to really like him, at least at the top of the organization. They did also make the playoffs. How do you read the Giants? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, when a team has some success, they they don't want to lose it. Uh, I, I thought that they were above this, but certainly not. Right? I mean, I look, I Daniel Jones is a nice player. I think he's tough. I, you know, as a Chiefs fan, I think of him kind of similar to Alex Smith, where the he's a top, you know, 10 pick or whatever, and it didn't work out at the very beginning. But, you know, combination of being a runner, uh, he's a very black and white quarterback. And what I mean is not a great thrower on the run, but when he decides to run, he's a very good one. And he would, when he decides to throw, he's competent there. Um, Smith got hurt a lot when he was younger. So did Daniel Jones. Um, now a very, very good, you know, season, all things told, no wide receivers, really. It sort of reminds me of that one year where Alex Smith got the chiefs to nine and seven without a wide receiver touchdown. That's kind of how it felt with the giants this year. <laughs> Um, so, you know, and you can win with that if you have great coaching. The problem is, like, how long is Mike Kafka going to be the offensive coordinator there? How long uh, is Brian Dable going to keep his fast? But we have, he's not a universally genius uh, play, you know, you know, type of offensive and head coach the way that Andy Reid is. Uh, it's a lot of money to pay to a guy. I mean, look, like, you just think about it in terms of New York quarterbacks. Like, you're really going to – pay Daniel Jones about 80-90% of what Josh Allen makes when he's probably 50% of the player. That seems like a hard that seems like a hard way to compete. Yeah, it's got to be such a dilemma for these teams though, right? I mean, cuz he is he's a certain amount of good, right? But I, I guess maybe we all just sort of have to recalibrate that an average quarterback in the league is going to cost 40 million dollars now. Is that is it like says that that what this contract means? Uh, I think so. And I think the issue is like, it's just like starting pitching in baseball. Like if you want to get a starting pitcher and he's a veteran, 
even if it's a guy like Urban Santana is going to, you know, back in the day, it's going to cost you $15 million, which seems like, you know, that back in the day, that's a lot. But, like, you know, starting tackles are that way. Like, any premium position, even yeah. if the guy's, like, average, well, the only premium position players that get to free agency are average players, you know, because if they were any good, they'd be retained. So, uh, it, it, that is the way it is. And, and you know, you, you pity those teams that, did, that don't end up with a great guy. Uh, you can hope that they can develop them into that one. Um, but I would be a little bit worried. So, Eric, um, I don't know, just to set you up sort of broadly here, what, if anything, did the Combine do for the Bills draft uh, position? Like, we still have free agency yet to happen, and I don't know, there's lots of different things you could take away from the Combine, depending on what your focus is, but were there any developments there? Let me give you one possible example. Darnell Washington going with Mayer and Kincaid, if not others, made tight end kind of fun to talk about here. Uh, even in the first round, the Bills are not the most needy at that position. But I just wonder, like, what might have happened here, maybe by position group or whatever, that uh, might have been meaningful to Buffalo? To Buffalo, yeah. I mean, it, I think when you look at what positions they could possibly go after, obviously, you know, defensive ends, another one where, you're going to have to probably, you know, look at like Nolan Smith, for example, as a smaller guy, um, but he, you know, tested off the charts. If you wanted to get him, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Tight ends, another one. You had like three guys who had RAS scores above 9.8, uh, but at a position that has never really returned well in the first round of the draft. Uh, running backs, another one. Bijan Robinson was not quite as fast as people expected him to be. Um, you know, the Bills have always sort of been rumored to highly drafted running backs. Um, but, uh, you know, they got James Cook last year, but some people have even mocked Bajan Robinson to the Bills. That's another one where it kind of, you, you look and you say, wow, if he fell to like 20, would they think that that was actually the, the reason that their offense struggled in the playoffs? I hope not, but uh, that could be another one that sort of pops up. Um, you know, to me, it's also just that they're going to get their, you know, with the quarterbacks going higher, like the bills are just going to get a better value on the non quarterbacks now that they have one of those superstar guys. And, you know, so the, you know, that, that to me, like this year, it sort of fortified that we're going to see four guys in round one. And, and so the bills are going to get just a better value just, you know, by four, by four guys than they would otherwise have gotten. Mm-hmm. Richardson seemed like a, quite the story at the combine. And, and that was, we're, we're doing a regular thing with Chris Trapasso from CBS Sports and I think before the combine even got here knowing he was going to go I saw him mention to be right be bracing for Richardson to blow the roof off the the stadium like his work people are just going to go bonkers over his workout um has he elevated to to what exactly with this top pick status top quarterback or is is, is that unrealistic uh, I think there are some, I mean, the betting markets sure have, the betting market markets sure have, um, you know, trended that way, but he's still like an, uh, you know, an underdog if you go there. It, it's a styles make fights. Like I talked to people and the people that would tell me, um, I, I heard no one who had Richardson first. I heard a bunch of people that had Stroud first and that, you know, to be frank is, you know, the reason I got the conversation started was that was, that's sort of my uh, opinion. Um, but I, and a lot of people have Bryce Young first. I don't think anybody has Will Levitt's first, or at least were willing to tell me. Um, so I think that that when you look at that, it's probably going to be Young, Stroud in some order, probably Young first. And but I, I think Anthony Richardson could go as early as three. What about where are you on uh, Young and his size, Eric? Like this is going to be everybody's debate. 
and you you know the history, I'm sure, back your hand. Like we can think of a couple guys who were under six feet. Most maybe prominently Kyler Murray, who went 101. What, what's the truth on whether or not a quarterback as small as Young is a bad investment? Well, it's it's problematic because I think like. I don't believe, like I, for example, think that if you can get like Baker Mayfield type performances in the first four years, you're okay. Um, but I think most people believe that guy's got to sign a second contract and the second contract for a guy like Murray is a bad value. So mm-hmm. I I think that it's, I wouldn't draft him first because I just don't know if you can get that second contract and it would ever be worth it because of injury his, history and stuff like that. Um, but I do know some people are going to overlook that for, um, the possibility of, of doing what Kyler Murray did, which is taking a, a Cardinals offense that was bottom of the league by four-tenths of a yard and getting it to the middle of the pack by year one, getting it to the upper half of the league by year two, and into the playoffs by year three. And and even though the the, the, the ball has fallen off the table for Murray, um, that is, uh, you know, that that's a, um, you know, that that's very much like I think what a lot of people are looking at. Do, do you think the fact that Young isn't anywhere near the runner that Murray is helps him or hurts him in teams' eyes with that in mind? Because they're still, you know, the running quarterback, exposure to injury, sort of old-school thinking. Um, so maybe if he's not going to expose himself to that because he's not the athlete Murray is, maybe that's better. Or, I don't know, do you draft a 5'10 quarterback who can't run like Murray first overall? Yeah, the running for Murray was such an edge that I I don't I think I don't think taking it away in any way could be good. So I, I'd say no on that one. Eric, how's the new job going? I'm having a lot of fun. We you know we had a great time at Sloan. We presented a few things about football right. analytics there. That was a lot of fun. We went to the uh, the combine, sold our product to some teams. It's really enjoyable. Sumer Sports Show with myself and Thomas Dimitrov has been uh, a lot. Uh, it's been a good time. It's really cool to tap into his knowledge. Uh, from being a GM in the NFL for a dozen years. So I, I have no complaints. Really good. Well, congrats to you, and thanks as always for your time, Eric. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys, and uh, it's been fun. Take care. All right, Eric Eager, at Eric Eager underscore. Put the underscore at the end. Some do it. The underscore at the end? Yep. Yeah. There's also the matter of the garbage cake to discuss. Still to discuss. Um, so he didn't go toward collusion, at least at first, with Lamar Jackson. He went at, like, respect for the Ravens and sort of, right. you know, like, maybe there's something here that's scary. I just think, you do too, I think, the, the timing, the speed mm-hmm. with which these teams yeah. it came out. Atlanta was like five minutes. Yeah. Dan Rossini had the Falcons don't want Lamar Jackson in five minutes after even this morning there was a report about how interested they would be if he actually were available. Things move so fast. I mean, I, I'm just getting, you know, reacclimated here. I heard about the rate, uh, excuse me, the, the, the Falcons being the betting favorite to get Lamar Jackson if he changes teams this morning for the first time. <laughs> and by this afternoon, like, they're not interested. Okay, what? holy cow, I was gone eight days. What? <laughs> what probably accounts for that? Like, what's the most likely explanation for that? If it's right, that this is a setup that teams are you know playing along if you will with the ravens in you know to basically their way of objecting to the watson contract and we got to hold the line here then if the reports are right the the morning report was a setup it was a scam 
it was, oh, yeah, we'd love him. And then as soon as five minutes after he's available, like, no. Like, that, that, has, to, that has to be correct, which, you know, is tough. I mean, neither a Boy. reporter got played there or just – they were in. A, who knows? I don't know. Like yeah, I'm already no, starting. There's to... a lot of possibilities there, man. Like you're you're tripping more wires the more you talk to me uh, about what could really be going on here. Um, you know, it's it, it's all you know. It's all guessing. But Jackson not having an agent could really be a problem for him here. Like it, it whether the whether the teams in the league don't like that part of this. You need somebody to help you do this, whatever this is becoming. And maybe it's just a chance to, like, smack a guy who isn't playing by, quote-unquote, the rules, you know? You want to do it all yourself? Well, we'll show you how that can go. I don't know. I mean, Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet uses during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's awfully conspiratorial, I, I, I realize. And I'm not trying to present that as, like, fact. It's just, I, it just wouldn't surprise me if that group of oh, rich men wanted to really shove it down the throat of a guy who's trying to do what Jackson's trying to do. Some may not have the cash that's actually, I think, fair. As mm-hmm. wealthy as they are and as valuable as the teams are, we're talking about, this was brought up to me last week in one conversation here, Maybe Brett Coleman, how like the the Ravens owner, like he's got to have that money, right? And some of these guys wouldn't necessarily have the cash on hand to be able to commit to like one guy. They would find it too risky. Not just a matter of principle, but beyond that, right? But That's I feel right. like I'm already giving the whole institution of the owners too much credit by letting them off the hook by suggesting that, like just yeah. 
make it work, you know, like yeah, for for what for folks who don't know what what you're referring, like yeah, like all, any of the the guaranteed money that we hear about at the front end of these contracts, the players don't necessarily get all that money at once, but anything that's guaranteed, fully guaranteed, the owners have to be able to in order for the contract to be valid, they have to put that money, they have to have that money and put it in escrows. Like there there is Lamar Jackson's money. So if like in other words, all my investments from here on out make a mess and I lose my fortune, Lamar Jackson has his money because it's over there. Right. Lines are open to discuss at 803-0550. The Bills, too, of course. The Baltimore news, the Giants news today. There's so much. What do you want from the draft? Now we've had the combine. Maybe you've got uh, a thought on what should or shouldn't happen with the Bills in that first-round pick. The Sabres tonight home, or rather not at home, at the Islanders after losing at home last night to Edmonton. Pre-game in just over an hour. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, WGR. Yeah, for the New York Giants, Daniel Jones, it is a four-year deal worth $160 million. Around what Dak Prescott got a couple years ago, but there's $35 million more available in upside. So essentially what the New York Giants did was protect themselves, right? Daniel Jones gets a big-time payday, a real legitimate franchise quarterback payday in $40 million, and the Giants avoid franchise tagging him. Good luck to the Giants. Thank God for Josh Allen. <laughs> I mean, just I thank, thank heavens, thank whatever, whatever, whatever your thing is, man. I don't, thank the sun if you. I'd like I, to thank the sun. Fine, I, it's glorious <laughs> right now. I know it's still cold out, but it looks awfully nice thank out the you, windows. Um, that you, you just not. Not in this world where you're franchise tagging Kirk Cousins and you're just <laughs> giving Daniel Jones forty million dollars a year. I mean, oh my God! Oh, so happy that hey, it's, not, it's not our team. This list of teams that reportedly will not pursue Lamar Jackson and like know it. It doesn't cost anything to talk to him. Like you, you don't have a quarterback. Like you're Carolina or somebody. What? 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 Explanate what defense would they have for not even wanting to talk to him? What will they say to that? Will they just wiggle away like, well, he's not our player. We really don't want to comment. I mean, what will they say to that? What is their answer? Vegas, Carolina. I can understand Miami with Tua. They want to show confidence in him. Like that. Okay, I can understand that one. Washington, though, Atlanta. Who do they have that they're trying? They're so worried about. I don't know. I, I saw Ritter's name mentioned in the explanation for Atlanta, and like, oh, okay, I mean, <laughs> well, they're going to give him the job then, I guess. If sure, they, right. If yeah. they're so worried about his feelings, yeah. like they're just going to give him the job. I mean, they're not. Why wouldn't they even talk to him? That really makes you wonder, and it's not not a pleasant thought. No, right. I I, I think the reason you wouldn't talk to him is because you know you're not willing to do what the Browns did for Watson. And look, I'm not here to judge whether that's right or wrong. I mean, I, I think doing it for Watson was absurd and offensive and lots of other things. Um, but it happened, and the immediate reaction within the league seemed to be, oh, my God, we're not going to be able to put the genie back in the bottle. Somebody finally did it. Now we're going to be basketball. And they are trying to jam that genie back into the bottle. And maybe it's working. We do know the Browns are a team that has shown they would make this move. So maybe we should we should consider the Browns for Lamar Jackson because they don't care. They will uh, 
pay guaranteed money. He seems maybe maybe Jackson being seemingly from the outside to this point in his career an upstanding citizen is a problem for the Browns. <laughs> yeah, we don't like that about him. Uh, here's Ryan with us. Hi, Ryan. Hey, gentlemen, and welcome back, Bulldog. Yes. Um, am I am I right to be a little concerned because I'm I'm more leaning offense this offseason altogether, um, and I was thinking McDermott seemingly is going to be more involved in the defense. I know he already is. Um, but do you think in any way that with McDermott now kind of having full control of the defense, that Bean or McDermott would be swayed to go more defense in the draft to kind of put a stamp on, you know, having a good year on that side of the ball after everything went down this year? Good question. My- my feelings, yeah, it is a good question. My feelings wouldn't be swayed one way or the other based on Leslie Frazier taking a leave uh, like he has. I mean, I, I, I don't think that has any impact on, on the direction they would go in the draft. Um, it's fair to I, wonder, I, though, isn't it? Sure, yeah. I mean, it, it, but to me, like McDermott already was, the, like he's, he's in charge of it all to begin with. So if he wanted a middle linebacker, Leslie Frazier being here or not, I don't think would, would get in the way of that. Uh, or change that in any way. They may have, like, you you got here talking, was it to Sal or even to Eric Eager last segment, Mike? They may have, you know, like last year, corner was obvious. We needed corner. By the time the draft got here, we knew they needed a starting corner. And they may be there with safety and or linebacker this year. So that's where the case would begin. And whatever explanation they might feel they have to offer if they were to do it would just be simply, well, we lost two outstanding players at positions and we needed we needed guys what do you think ryan no that makes sense i just i mean obviously mcdermott's going to be responsible for you know the total performance of the team regardless of you know where it comes from but i don't know if i'm like starting a job and i'm responsible for a particular area (laughs) um (laughs) you know I, I guess I would want to put all my eggs in that basket. That's just mm-hmm. kind of what I was thinking. If you got to choose how yeah. resources were allocated, you'd want to allocate them toward yourself. Yes. It's a uh, valid concern, no no question. I, I, I just wanted to eliminate the Frazier part from, from, my, from my perspective. Um, but it's absolutely fair to wonder. I mean, they've, they have not really gone after, you know, the skills receiver especially – and, you know, this feels like the year that they should do it. But like I just said, I think if if they end up at we need to replace Tremaine Edmonds or we need to replace Jordan Poyer or both, that if they end up there, like, it won't be what I want them to do. Is I'd like to lean, if my head coach is an expert on defense, I'd like to be able to use that expertise to get more out of players that are not as highly drafted, maybe. Like, where's my edge, you know? If I'm supposed to have an edge, if you're supposed to offer me an edge, but I'm drafting defensive ends in the first round for or defensive linemen three out of four years or whatever it's been, maybe even worse than that, like, what, what am I doing here exactly? I think they've done exactly what the caller is suggesting. Uh, that, that I think McDermott has sort of gotten what he's wanted, and I, I don't think they can keep going that way because I think this offense needs addressing. Yeah, you know, this it's a really interesting thought, and I'm not sure we'll ever really have an answer to the question. Like, the draft will happen, and they'll make a first-round pick, and a second, and a third, and a few more, 
and there'll be some balance of offense and defense, and it won't be so, probably so obvious which one they were leaning on. It could be either. They will have holes probably on defense to fill, and you know, you have free agency first, but they will. Edmonds, Poyer, probably, maybe someone else. And then offensively, they don't exactly have holes, but they need to upgrade. So there's a certain difference there that makes defense, all else you know, ignored for the moment, a better idea. Like if everything was worth the same and you lose Edmonds, like well, what are you going to do? Who plays that position? And maybe they don't get what they want in free agency, and then you kind of have to do that, not the way you want it to work. But I like your point. A caller mentioned this before, and other people I'm sure have mentioned it. I, I, I think it – it's smart. Like, where's your edge? You know, you want mm-hmm. what is McDermott's value to the overall? It can't just be culture, you know, whatever that means on any given day. It also has to be strategy. <laughs> it brings back a certain famous quote, but it really it has to be strategy. And offense is the way. So there's, you know, I, I guess I'm choosing to not give him any sort of credit for what they are on offense. They probably deserve some. But um, you want you want to have your coach, if he's a defensive head coach, to be able to make do with less because of his mind and his ability. So then, well, I can afford an extra pick. All again, on a new, in a neutral situation on offense, I really think you know. I'm just going around in circles. I, I think offensive line is an area where the Bills know they need help. Mm-hmm. They have to. Receiver may not be. How they've treated receiver, okay, they would understand what it looked like to bring back Beasley and Brown, but they have Diggs and Davis, and they have Knox, and they have McKenzie for now, and, you know, Shakir. So I'm not sure they think they have a problem there. And running back is running back. It's so interchangeable. I think offensive line, there's no question that they know they're short. They got they got beat up front. Even their good players didn't always play great. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like they're going to be all over that. Whether that's round one kind of depends on the draft and how that goes. But that that's my expectation. Um, like if I had to bet on what position they pick in the first round, guard, I, maybe you know I'd yeah, want to know yeah, yeah. whether the board looks right for that. I guess I really don't feel like I know that yet. But um, I think they will address the line, and they won't have just tons of money to spend before that. So the draft is it's always big, but it's especially big when you don't when you can't crush free agency like you want. Just thinking that there are some some limitations financially for them. Well, good question. You know, yeah. You don't want it. You don't want to think I mean, McDermott deserves a lot of credit. Like you don't want to think that it would be any way kind of selfish consideration that enters that equation. You know, like good. This is good for me. They have drafted defense a lot. You really shouldn't. I'm, I'm going to just ignore that. <laughs> I think, th- at least for now, I say I'm going to ignore that. He's trying to win a Super Bowl here. How the Bills as an organization have to figure out how best to do that with these picks. Man. And I do think that makes Sal's, albeit fun, tight end idea problematic because that guy is not probably helping you win this year, like con- significantly. When you have starters who've left in free agency and the offensive line point. Agree or no? Like, am yeah, I going no, too far? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, I like the, in theory, the idea of having a, a freak show athlete at tight end. Um, 
but I I want so badly for this team's leadership to look at their performances here year over year, as explosive and, and great as they've been, and go, we have to get faster. We need speed on the field, as much of it as we can find, and let's go. Because I, I think that they are they are lacking there, as great as they've been offensively. So, yes, the offensive line point, and yes, they may need a starting safety or a starting middle linebacker, um, but, man, your bread and butter. Like I, I hope they are not internally viewing Josh Allen the way we and the – what was the caller's name? Ryan. Ryan, thank you. Um, just talked about McDermott. Like, do, do, do the Bills internally go, eh, there's our edge. I, I, don't, I don't need four or three uh, in the slot. Uh, we'll just go get a guy or, or, you know, keep who we have, and, you know, Allen will make it work because, you know, he'll make it work. There, there's my edge. I, I don't want them viewing Allen that way. I, I, I You know, I, if that makes it unfair for us to view McDermott that way, um, you know, so be it. 803-0550. Good question, Ryan. Mike Schoep and the Bulldogs, Sabres-Islanders. Has there ever been a good Sabres-Islanders game? One question that's being asked. Has there ever been a really good game between the Sabres and the Islanders? Maybe not. There have only been how many hundred games? How many do you think it is? Like three, four mm. a year for 50 years, right? Yeah. A couple yeah. hundred games? Yeah. Ish? Has yes. there ever been one good one? Maybe tonight's the night. Let me know because I don't have ESPN+. Plus. All right. Let me know tomorrow if it was good, if it was a good game. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. Big one for the Sabres tonight at the Islanders. Comrie is the feeling here in goal, but that's not from Paul. I don't know if you have a different one. I feel like it probably should be Comrie, Bulldog. Uh, we continue to live yeah. in a three-goalie world. Yeah, yeah, and Lucan has had uh, yeah, I mean, it was some tough some tough outings lately. So, yeah, I, I would um, I, I would have guessed Comrie yesterday and would have been wrong. Anderson was fine. I wouldn't really fault him. He got outplayed, but the other guy played out of his head. Um, so I, I think Comrie, yeah, I, I'd be surprised in a game this important with the way Lukanen has looked lately, I, I think you almost have to go to Comrie here. On Sunday, my wife and I went to the fabulous Two Sisters Vineyard, Niagara-on-the-Lake. There was a music trivia event. You saw a tweet from me about it. I, I saw some chatter about this, yes. Yeah, I mean, just the guy, his name is Dieter. He's the sommelier there. He did a great job with the contest. Like, just different genres and really well done. I think music trivia, it can be bad. It can be too easy or people are cheating or just like, I don't know. But it was, uh, or, or too hard, I suppose. But you want it to be a little bit challenging. And it was, it was really, really good. Everything this place does, I think, is really good. So we went to lunch after at the restaurant and my wife took home the desserts, you know, in the box. We were stuffed. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. She's got some beignets and a piece of cake. And I don't know exactly how it happened, but the beignets were gone. My kids love the donuts. Mm-hmm. There was the little piece of cake, but I really couldn't tell that it was cake. It just looked like maybe, you know, the crumbs or something was left. Okay. And the the little box, like the recyclable box that it was in, was thrown into the recycle bin. And my son happened to be standing there near it when I saw it, and I took it out. I'm like, we can't have this. You can't just throw recycled bins in the recycle bin with with food in it with like, food in them and you want to probably break that box down too like not, right you right. got you got to clean yeah. it out yeah right so i i ended up just throwing it in the garbage because it was so like it looked pretty rough i just mm-hmm. throw, threw it out and then like that this was yesterday morning then last night my wife goes what happened to that cake it was in the you know little box i'm like oh no i threw it out I'm sorry, I didn't realize there was still cake in that. It looked like it was kind of pretty much gone, but there was still cake no. in that? And she said, yeah, that's too bad. I'm like, no, no, no I got it. It's because the, the container was enclosed. The, uh-huh. the cake was in the container, not yeah. just resting on other garbage. So I took it out. I'm like, no, here, it's fine. And she's like, I am not eating the garbage cake. Right. Like, no, but it wasn't can't. really in the garbage. It was still in the same container it was in when it was sitting on the counter. In a hermetically sealed container? I mean, it's in the garbage. 
But it's still in a box in the garbage. If it's in the box, would it be anywhere? Garbage in could there it be anywhere? Not, if that's not airtight, the other stuff in the garbage could... No, no. Could what? Could what? Could seep, what? Seep into that? Crawl into that? I mean, Moving I, garbage. what's in the garbage? Yeah, garbage. The, the eggshells are dancing in there. You just don't know, man. What kind of bacteria is living in there? And like, no, it's in the garbage. It's it. No, it's over. That's what she said. As the as the She's saying goes, absolutely right. I don't have a problem with again. it again. Again, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just hope that she believes me that it was. Inc- she's saying she does, then she doesn't care. Like she's saying, yeah. like what you're saying. But I don't. I don't get it. Like, why is it? A, why is it anything else? What, what What does it matter where the little box was the whole time? Seeping garbage and whatnot. Yes. Yes, there could be any any. Listen, you you throw stuff in the garbage that could generate odors, could bacteria, insect. Who knows? You, no, you cannot. You can't do that. Well, can't do it. Can't Won't do it. Do it. it was maybe it. not. It was at the most two bites, two. Well, so there's that. But yeah, right, right. Like if it's a whole piece of cake, like some ten dollar piece of cake or something. Then maybe she would compromise her feelings and be like, I just can't throw out the whole thing. But it was it was so little, easy to just be Yeah, right. Easy I mean, to, easy you, to condescend yeah. to. At 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 conception here, if you if your 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 you know, first thought was that's not even a piece of cake, I mean that tells you a lot about that's the right. piece of cake. <laughs> it tells you a lot about the Shines cake. Shines a less than complimentary light on the piece of cake, I would say that. We'll get back to work after sports. Oh less <laughs> Less than complimentary light is shining on that cake. <laughs> yes, yes. Sabres pregame, 630. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.